0: We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. got to win win. It's simple, simple, simple for us. The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs.
1: Nuggets down one into Murray. Here we go.
0: 10 seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic. Came home and straight to the beanbag. Sucked me down. That's how you know you're ready for an episode of The Chicken Nuggets. I realize that, like, when I'm just laying and chilling, it's <laughs> when I'm like my most brutal, honest self.
1: <laughs> uh. All right, here we go. Okay. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Chicken Nuggets podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia, and of course, I'm accompanied by my faithful sidekick, Robin, to my Batman, I don't know what be. A, what's better than Batman and Robin sidekick duo? Tom to peanut the, butter jelly. I know, but do you want to be peanut butter? Because I want to be peanut butter. I could
0: be jelly smiling. <laughs> okay, <like
1: that>. okay. <laughs> 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 the peanut, the jelly to my peanut butter sandwich. Riley Biller, what's up, Riley?
0: What's up? What's up? I'm. Uh, I'm hearing y'all getting some snow.
1: Oh my gosh, Not some snow. like all the snow that was supposed to come when you lived here for that really short amount of time. Several months though, we got in two days. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, we uh we actually funny story. On our newscast last couple of days, we've actually reported on y'all's weather out there because it's been so crazy.
1: Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's been crazy. It has really been crazy. Like my car was like, literally, I could not move. There was so much snow all the way up to the top of the tires. Like I was just like, I feel like my car typically can get out of these kind of situations. And I struggled to get out. Like I had to dig myself out with my boots because I didn't have a shovel.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm jealous. I uh, I saw that snow and I was like, man, we I barely got any living there and they're getting piles of snow and meanwhile people here are going to the beach and getting sunburns and y'all are getting feet and feet of snow
1: that's crazy that's what i want to be doing i want to be at the beach (laughs) not here in the snow it's been terrible and it's still not gone like typically the snow here melts fast right like you experienced that No, this snow is still here, like still piled up, still hard to get in and out of spots with your car, like crazy.
0: That's wild. Yeah, I feel like Denver is like one of those places that it'll snow one day and the next day it's like 60 and sunny, so it all melts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the sun came out yesterday and I thought, okay, finally, the sun's going to get it all. And then it kind of went away again. I was like, what the heck? I'm so confused. This is not Colorado. But I don't know. It feels like we, our winter has been really, really long. Did you do anything cool during the All-Star break or did you genuinely take a break? Yeah,
0: I, uh, I tried to take a little bit of a break, got to go home to Charleston and uh, go to the beach, kind of take a step back from sports and do a little me time.
1: That's nice. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I took over a, like a, a good break there.
1: Nice. Well, you know who else got a little bit of a break? Your boy, Joel Embiid, who didn't have to play in the All-Star game. Are you kidding me? Seriously? That's
0: not my boy. I want y'all to know, Nuggets Nation, that I have been holding down this sport. <laughs> South Crackalackin' for y'all. Okay? I, I have these guys in my class. They're from Philly. They're arguing with me saying Embiid's the MVP. Guess who's been sticking with their Nuggets guy me i even went on their show and did it publicly so as much as people might think that i don't like the nuggets i actually do and i stood well, for
1: we at least movie. like joker we don't know if you like the nuggets yet but you like nikola jokic you do think he's a good player i like that show that you guys put out i saw, i did watch it and i was you know kind of just waiting for when you were going to finally strike because i was like these guys literally like they're pretty good. They know what they're talking about, but you can just tell all they know is the one little bubble that they stick in, which is Philly and that area. And it's like, oh, so frustrating. But Joel Embiid doesn't play in the All Star game. Neither does Ben Simmons. And then comes back and gets injured right out the gate. Like, no, I'm not excited by any means that he's injured. But who's MVP now? Come on. How can he be MVP if he's not on the floor, right? Like, we cannot have this argument anymore. And the other guy, of course, that those guys were arguing was LeBron James. I mean, do you think if this? Do you? And now, of course, Riley, right, like ten minutes before the show, she's like, "Jimmy Butler for MVP." I'm like, "What?" I sent her an instant message. It was a, it was a
0: post by ESPN, so credit source. And um, I mean, he's come out out of the All Star break and a little bit before,
1: he's been balling. The Heat are back back playing the Heat basketball. I'm excited. I mean, okay, he's been playing okay. He's been playing very good, I'll say that. He's been playing very well for a short amount of time, though. Yes, which is why I
0: don't think he really is an MVP candidate. But I think that – I think this is more about – the Heat team coming together and finally being that team from last year more than Jimmy Butler being MVP I think it's just like a a twist in the east that we haven't seen a whole lot of shake up there so. yeah
1: well hopefully they do get back to the team they were in the bubble because they were a fun team they kind of come off to me at because Jimmy Butler's like their main leader on that team they're just they're a playoff team they're not a regular season team they're not durable is part of it like they've had a lot of injuries and like but like in the playoffs you know they could still like catch heat catch fire you know and get hot from deep jimmy obviously can lock down anybody so you have to be at least a little bit concerned or excited if you're a heat fan Uh, maybe they will give the sixers a run for their money i have no faith that the sixers can get past the the second round i mean that's what i was saying let's not i mean let's not jump the gun here you have, I cannot believe how many people are like, oh, this is crazy. How much shade the, the jazz are getting. Are you kidding me? The jazz, you know how much disrespect Nuggets fans have had to endure? My goodness. We have been literally, nobody talks about us year after year. Nobody. We're not in any kind of conversation. And you have Nikola Jokic, who by the way, is outscoring LeBron in every category in points per game rebounds per game, assists per game, field goal percentage, three point field goal percentage, win shares. Come on. Don't well,
0: give me here's that. the thing though, here's the thing. I'm not surprised that uh Jazz Nation has stepped up for their team because the one thing I when I went to Salt Lake City for a week, the one thing that I remembered more than anything else is that fan base, they may be small, but phew, they are all about the jazz in Salt Lake City. Like, if they have a game on, you'll walk into their giant mall, brand new mall, every single employee, fan, they, they're all watching the game on a TV, in the store, in the hall. It doesn't matter. Like, I've never seen a fan base that tight knit. So I'm not surprised that they step up for their team.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, gosh, I forget the name of their uh, stadium, but they definitely are like known for to be one of the loudest stadiums but i mean come on with the disrespect like do something first you haven't done anything lately like you can't just be like we demand respect because we're good in the regular season right 100 percent true i'm with you there i'm just not surprised that their fan base is there i'm still looking up their stadium it says it's Viv- Vivnit arena i don't know
0: I don't know, but they built, like, a whole outdoor mall area right next to it, and it's really cool.
1: Dang, the pictures are actually pretty nice. Yeah, it's a really (laughs) nice area. Yeah. No, they say that it's, like, one of the loudest places to go visit, that, like, it really rumbles. I went to – it sounds a lot like Portland, at least, Um, and Portland Stadium was wild. Like, fans in Portland show Mm -hmm. up for their soccer team and for their basketball team because they don't have anything else, really. And, man, were they loud – crazy really into the game like as good as the, Six- I went to when I covered Sixers Celtics two three years ago now I went out to Philly and saw a game and I thought oh there's got to be no stadium better than Philly like fans were crazy there was a fight within the first 15 seconds of that game I was like this is real fandom and Portland really put up a fight so the Jazz might be up there too
0: I don't know. I think uh, historically, I think Boston has it the most loyal, craziest, tough, mean fans in Boston. Um, so I think I'm going to always give it to them. But as far as everything being about your team, I mean, I remember walking into sports stores like Finish Line and apparel stores, and they won't even carry Chicago. They will not carry Jordan's and I asked I was like yo I see all these like Hall of Famers up here where's Jordan's jersey they go who oh like, wow. Michael Vann, like we don't we don't care that dude stuff like they are committed down there
1: <laughs> wow petty fans apparently out in in Utah according to Riley respect it
0: um, I respect them
1: <laughs> yeah that would be an interesting place to be a fan of that team but no never um, I knew as a little kid in San Diego, like, uh, there's no teams out here unless I go to L.A. I don't want to take any of those teams. And the next closest, Phoenix and um, the Jazz. And there was no way I was going Jazz. It was either Phoenix or the Nuggets. Come on. No way. LeBron said it. He, he knows, you know. But before-
0: that, was, that was rough, man. LeBron came in with a straight... Yeah, I was like he did not just say that
1: (laughs) oh that's how true you know it is if he's willing to say it in front of everybody wow but um before the break the Nuggets were actually playing pretty good they run a four game winning streak which is actually a lot for them this year wasn't a lot for us last year but that's the newfound standard because they lose one every You know, few games or so here, it seems like they cannot string together like a long winning streak. It's always every third game, every fourth game, something goes awry. So, uh, but it seemed like they were actually playing better. They were coming together a little bit. Michael Porter Jr. had moved into that four slot and he was really kind of getting a good hang of that, becoming a rim protector, even. I'm crossing my fingers that he becomes even better protecting the rim, but he's doing a pretty good job so far. Um, and then they go two and one, they come back so far. What have you seen from this team so far out of the break that you've thought, like, that's great, I want to keep that, let's keep doing that?
0: Yeah, I see um, – I think when they played Dallas, it was a, uh, It was kind of like where they are check. I don't think they're on the level of Dallas. But um, I think they also found out that playing Indy and in Memphis – that they are one of the better teams in the NBA and they are starting to figure that out and realize that and be like, Oh, okay. But the thing is that I hope they are also realizing is they did play a better team in Dallas and they do know what they're missing. And now it's time for the organization to step up and make those changes to be able to compete with those high teams. Cause I really, I mean, you watch this team, and they have a lot of great, great pieces. And I will keep saying it until, um, until my other point was proven, right? But Jamal Murray has been playing really well. And he has kept it up the past few games after the All-Star game break. And if he keeps playing on this level, this is, again, another legit team in the West. But they're going to have to make a trade to be, like, a real contender. And that's just the fact of the matter. Um,
1: Jermichael Green said it after the game the other day, they don't need nobody. They don't want nobody. They don't need them. They have what they need.
0: Well, that's because Jermichael Green is in the position where we need the help.
1: Nikola Jokic, on the other hand, would say, why doesn't somebody come join me here to win a championship? So, And that's a lot from Jokic because that man did, would never
0: say anything close to that. And if he's saying even a little comment like that, it's a sign. And that man is by far the smartest bas- basketball mind in the organization, in my opinion. So you, you sit down, you listen. <laughs> when Nicola
1: speaks, you listen. So- um, you know, the Nuggets have been in trade talks with about two guys, mostly. Aaron Gordon, PJ Tucker. Uh, Of those two guys, Riley, who you think makes this team better? Both?
0: Both would be ideal. Um, I really like the upside of Aaron Gordon. I think longer term, it makes sense to do Aaron Gordon. But right now, it might be PJ Tucker because he brings a toughness that the Nuggets don't have. Um, I don't know. It's a gamble. But if I'm if I'm the GM, I'm going Aaron Gordon. If I'm trying to win right now that like the next season or two, I'm going PJ Tucker. Mm. So but I know the Nuggets organization likes to build their players and kind of get them young and develop them. If that's their way of going, then you, you go Gordon for sure.
1: Yeah. So wait, you're saying to if you're thinking win now, Go mm-hmm. Gordon, and if you're thinking win long term, you're, go- you're going you're going PJ, even though PJ's older.
0: No, 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 Flip. Oh,
1: okay, win yeah. now PJ. Yes, term Aaron Gordon. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, I mean, I really like the upside of Aaron Gordon. He is do he does I mean obviously a lot more on the glass than PJ Tucker does. Mm-hmm. Uh, PJ Tucker to me is like an upgrade of Torrey Craig, and. I don't know if the upgrade of Tory Craig really even gets them to win now. You know, I think it gets them maybe back to the same place they were, which is facing the Lakers without being able to get past them. And unfortunately, like if this team really wants to win a championship or at least win the West, which I think would be a huge feat, huge feat. Winning the West is not like winning the East. Anybody could win the East. Come on. Correct. Charlotte looks good in the East. Are you kidding me? Lately, <laughs> there you go, Charlotte is here, man. <laughs> I knew that you would like that. But I mean, the West, to win the West, I think would even be enough. Even if they ended up losing the championship, I would be like, damn, they won the West though. Like whoever wins the West, I usually feel like is the champion of that year anyways. It typically has been over the past several years because you had the Golden State Warriors and you had the Lakers and a lot of teams in the West that have been a lot better. The East definitely seems more competitive this year than I've seen any years past, but, but still, I think it would be a pretty good accomplishment. I'd be happy as a fan. I don't know if other Nuggets fans are happy with just that, but you know, earlier we were talking and you posed a really good question. If this team could get to the top level of the top tiers of teams out there, which I'm guessing you're thinking Lakers, I'm
0: thinking Lakers. I think right now you got to give credit to the Jazz, and I still have Dallas up there because I still think that when it comes playoff time, I like Luca. So
1: okay, so if they were to get to, because I feel like they're at the level of Dallas. I feel like Dallas, like Dallas, gets the best of them, but they're at the. It's level. not a good matchup for Denver. No, it's not a good matchup because Dallas gets the best of them. Dallas has yeah. been the only team to hold Jamal and Nicola to minus, plus minus, um, both of them in every, in all three of their matchups. It's kind of been shocking. So Dallas really shuts down that pick and roll with Jamal and Nicola well, but I still think that they, they, they're at the same level. Like a team that beats Dallas is the same team that beats the Nuggets. Oh.
0: I think the Nuggets would have a harder time with the Jazz than Dallas would.
1: Hmm, okay.
0: That's uh, I like that matchup a lot better for Dallas than Denver right now.
1: Uh, Denver has waxed the, the Jazz for, like, the last however long, given the one game they won this year.
0: I uh, I still think playoff time. I'm taking the Jazz right now. Dang. But – but you know we've seen this. where it's probably been like ten game stretch before and after the All Star break, um, and if the Nuggets keep progressing the way they've been progressing, then I could see them kind of taking the next tier. Yes. Um, I just at this point I feel like in the in the season we've seen so many inconsistencies, and this is the first time we've seen them get on a good roll. So. I just want to see it continue to progress and not go into another big dump and then readdress that.
1: So you're saying top tier NBA teams ever?
0: No, no, ever.
1: All, no, I'm saying like all t- titles. Like you're are, are you including East Teams?
0: Yeah, I'll put the I'll put the nets in there right now. The nets, yeah.
1: yeah. They're pretty high up there.
0: Yeah, the nets are tough. Um I'm putting them in the same category as the Lakers. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, it's just so
1: so stacked heavy. And okay, so if that's the top tier, are the mm-hmm. Nuggets in the second tier in your opinion? Yeah, I put them in the second tier. So Dallas is in the second tier. Yeah, the Suns. I feel like the Suns could gotta be in that second tier. Are the Clippers We're in the second tier right now?
0: I want to see Devin Booker in the playoffs. We haven't really seen it, so it's a whole other ball game. Yeah. Other I mean
1: it's just crazy that you have the eight seed Mavs mm-hmm. in tier one with the oh. best of the best teams in this league right now I mean not that standings are everything but but you also have the Jazz in there and I think you only have them in there because they're in first place if the Jazz and the Mavs were switched you'd still have the Mavs in the top tier but you wouldn't have the Jazz
0: correct I think there's respect to the Jazz of how they've came out this season so far and how they've looked in general watching their games I can't ignore it um if they were switched in the jazz and they see then they probably wouldn't have looked as good as they have but the Mavs have a player that I just think is a once in a generation guy mm. and I put a lot of trust in him and I'm not saying he's the MVP this year but I am saying he's a, <laughs> a guy that I I would trust putting my team on his back Maybe more than anyone else besides LeBron.
1: Wow, more than Nicola. You would trust Luca. I would. You know, like the announcers the other day, they're like, Uh, well, you know Luca's strong, but, but is Nicola Jokic strong? I'm like, what what is wrong with you? of course Nikola Jokic is strong. If if Luca's strong, Nicola's strong. Luca doesn't look strong compared to Nicole. Get out of here with that stuff. I'm just saying he it's just
0: I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen the kind of basketball that Luca plays and I love it. And I just think it's a, it's just a different level, different level.
1: All right. All right. Well, what is the, what do the nuggets need to get to that level to be a first team? Is it about depth? Is it about roster depth? Like the Lakers to me feel next level because they can dig deep into their bench and still get great production from those, those guys, even in, Dwight Howard last year was literally the missing piece for the Lakers. Had they not had Dwight, I don't know if they stopped Nicola.
0: No, I think you're right. Dwight was the single, single man stopper. Not the way he did it is still questionable. But um, honestly, I think it's a combination of a bunch of maybe not the biggest things in the world. I'm not saying they need another all-star. These guys, all-stars today consist of a lot of people that score above 25 points. The Nuggets don't need that. They got scoring under their boat just fine. Um, I think it's a bunch of little things. Yes, I think it's the bench getting a little bit deeper. Um, I think I think it really comes down to the main thing that we need is a big wing defender that's physical and tough and can lock down those three positions, like the LeBron James, like the Kawhi Leonard's, like the James Harden like we need a guy that could do that. And I don't think that guy is on our team right now.
1: Really? Because I feel like the Nuggets have done a pretty good job of like they're like pretty mid like middle of the road as far as you know how who's giving up the most threes. The Jazz give up the least with ten point nine and the Nuggets only give up twelve point nine. So two
0: Well that you just said it right there. We're in the middle of the pack. If you want to be one of the top you gotta be in the top in that category
1: yeah well i no i just mean that i guess i'm surprised that you want a perimeter defender like i want a paint defender it seems like there's a lot of points being scored in the paint against the nuggets every almost every night it's points in the paint and like securing the basketball like you know getting giving up a lot of steals um has hurt the nuggets in the past having a lot of turnovers so either like protect the basketball and defend the paint. And I don't know what their issue is there. Like, I don't know if it's that guys just take it to Michael Porter because they don't think that he can he can stop them. I don't I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if it's he's just gotta get used to that position. Jokic clearly doesn't really do much help defending the paint. Um, well, I think
0: he exists. Um, I think he makes a little bit of an impact, but you can get a, a wing defender that's 6'10 nowadays. And um there is one guy that I just have in my mind that I just think would slip in and be a nice touch. And I'm not being biased because he's a tutorial. Okay. Show your show yourself out. Even though it's about to be March Madness, and I can't mm-hmm. believe we're not even talking about it. But I really believe that Harrison Barnes would be a perfect slip-in. I really do. I like that. I like that addition to our team. I think he's a great defender. I think he's quiet, but he knows his role. Hmm. Um, I don't know. He seems like Nuggets Nation kind of guy. I don't know. That's my go to right now if I got to make a trade for the Nuggets.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I've always thought of Harrison Barnes more like Corey Brewer, but now you're making me think, you know, maybe his defense has improved on that. Uh, in recent years. um Yeah, that's, I mean, it, it, I definitely think that for the most part of this season, we've talked about like the Nuggets need one more thing. They need mm. one more thing. I thought it was Michael Porter Jr., him getting kind of coming out of his show, breaking out, scoring, finding his own groove. I do think that that's really helped him. I think we've seen him do a lot better and play a lot better lately. Um, but it seems like it's almost a little bit more than that like and it's frustrating because I think most Nuggets fans feel like Michael Porter Jr. had plenty of time to kind of develop and he still isn't where he needs to be but his defense has improved over you know this recent last set of games that he was you know not in safety protocols for but um He's played a lot better. He's had a couple, several double doubles. Like I'm really hoping that he's the the changer, but that like whatever flips the switch for them. But I'm not sure, you know, that Nuggets uh, front office is thinking about a trade before this trade deadline. They're in. They they've been leaked as connected to Aaron Gordon and PJ Tucker. And I really hope it's Aaron Gordon if it is anybody. But. DJ Tucker wouldn't be bad either. It's, it's a good bench depth, too.
0: They uh, have the right idea there, I think, going for guys like that, which I, I do like to see. But I also know the Nuggets organization, they're not a very aggressive type. So who knows?
1: Yeah. Yeah, who knows? But I, I do think that Aaron Gordon at least takes them deeper, I think, gets them deeper into the playoffs.
0: oh yeah potentially I think it right there um I think he could build like crazy good chemistry with Nicola Mm. and I could see that end up being like a very cool duo that I I really would enjoy so I'd be interested I just my faith in Denver pulling the trigger on that is is low (laughs) very low
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, you got to think though, does he get in the way of their pick and roll or does he actually spread the floor? Okay. I don't know. So I'm sure they're exploring all of it, thinking about it, but I get what you're saying. You're feeling like it's pretty unlikely. Um, their defenses looked pretty good since coming back from the break. It looks like they really rested. I don't know if you heard Jamal Murray's statement after last night's game Riley but he said he spoke to just how mentally exhausted he literally was so he really needed the all-star break he did not touch a basketball during the all-star break whatsoever and um comes back and you know he had one game where it was a little bit he let kind of everything get to him and he played not his best basketball but he played much better last night hopefully we see him keep pick it up like keep it up like he has been lately but the Nuggets face your Charlotte Hornets next, Riley. So tell us, what, what do we need to know as Nuggets fans going into this Charlotte Hornets game?
0: The Charlotte Hornets team, obviously, a lot of people are tuning in a little bit more to them because LaMelo has been balling ever since they put them in the starting lineup. And, I mean, it's not just really LaMelo um, got, like, six guys and double figures on the hornets they know how to score the basketball and can really take advantage of the denver lack of defense sometimes and they're quick and they're gonna try to run them out so i think um maybe we see more bench from denver but um i'm kind of interested to see how we handle the hornets guards because they they have a lot of tools with Terry Rozier has been just completely overlooked. Um, He's averaging over 20 points a game. Uh, You have Lamelo obviously, and you also have Gordon Hayward, who's having one of his best seasons quietly down in Charlotte. So um, I'm interested to see how our perimeter guards match up with them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it should be a good matchup. I think it's going to be tougher for Denver. It's like a sneaky trap game. It could potentially be a game that they lose – just because Charlotte's able to throw something wacky at them. It's the first time they're seeing each other all season, so um, it should be an interesting game. They were supposed to play earlier this season, and that got postponed, right? That's why I was like, why did it feel like this team has – they've played already because I already have done a preview thinking about this team, but then it didn't happen.
0: Yeah, they were supposed to play, and I think uh, Charlotte got corona in their organization and had to cancel a few games.
1: Yeah. So after Charlotte, they face uh, Chicago and then New Orleans here at home before going back on the road to face Orlando, Toronto, and then New Orleans on the road as well. I think this should be a good kind of like stretch for the Nuggets because none of those teams are like an easy win. Chicago Charlotte New Orleans none of those teams are going to be just like a let's go out there and just shoot the shit and we're definitely going to roll through these guys you know each of those teams poses a pretty good um opponent each night so it'll be a whole week of good basketball I'm pretty excited about it which game are you looking forward to the most right
0: I mean outside the Charlotte one obviously I'm most uh and excited for that just because it's close to home but um, I'm interested to. I'm interested to see. I mean, I like the New Orleans matchup for them just because they could get physical. Zion gets physical down there, and I want to see what guy kind of steps up and uh, tries to slow him down a little bit. They're gonna need to. They don't have a guy even close to that physicality on Denver, yeah, so yeah. I'm just trying to picture what they're going to be able to do or if Zion's going to have a big night. And I think that'll be a good measuring stick for what they need and what they got.
1: Yeah. It'd be funny to see MPJ guard Zion just because I feel like they're both like super muscular. Don't get me wrong, but Zion has like 40 pounds on MPJ. <laughs> so, but MPJ might have like four inches on Zion. So. Could be funny. I don't
0: know. I, t- I take that pack of muscle any day of week. I'll never forget seeing that man in person. Still don't, I don't believe he's human. Like, I just don't.
1: Yeah. We'll be back with more Chicken Nuggets NBA basketball talk each week. And make sure you follow Riley at Riley Biller on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, you can follow me at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter and Instagram as well. But we'll be back soon with more Nuggets basketball. Thanks, guys. bye